Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo Meryl. Hi, yi, yi. We're back again. We're back again. I'm excited today. I'm I'm very excited. I don't uh I don't know if you know, uh, but uh I'm real close, good buddies with this guy today. And are you? No, no, I'm not. We'd he, like he, to be. He's your boy. He's definitely my boy. It's so funny with the people that right now we are going to we're about to record in your house. Yeah. And it's always so funny, like thinking of these people and seeing these people out in the world doing big things and then it's mm-hmm. like then they come over it's like hi can just i use your restroom and, and yeah 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 and, and, and i always have to think about that when i'm prepping my house because whenever yeah. at your house where is it my house so i'm like cleaning the bathroom to be like i don't want i don't want this guy to come over and be like oh gross like, lots of pubic hairs yucky uh today we've got a great guest on his name is eric schwartz and he is a multi-dimensional showman who combines stand-up music and visual elements to entertain audiences of all ages, mm-hmm. of all ages, ages one. I think people have to be at least one to understand him. One, yeah, like starting <laughs> at age one. I don't know that I'd want people to understand my my work at one. That seems that, like, <laughs> like at four yeah. months he really yeah. gets them. Yeah, I had him when I was doing morning radio. He came in and he was a very standout guest, and he did uh, a musical performance and comedy. And I think he's so yeah. funny. He's really popular on YouTube, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, you may know him if you went out and saw Joe Coy. Uh, traveling, and uh, he was the opener of Joe Coy's huge mm-hmm. uh, comedy tour. <laughs> yep. And so uh, we're really excited to have today. You'll learn a lot about him, but uh, he has he has done comedy and work with people like Tiffany Haddish or Craig Robinson, uh, Disney, Yahoo, and even my old buddy, who I shake hands with constantly, Jason Mraz. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait to get into the sleeping Let's bag. Let's get in there today with Eric Schwartz. <laughs> What are you guys doing in here? It's so weird to have a full podcast in my sleeping bag. <laughs> it's like, what are these With strangers? Why, are, why are there microphones in here? Welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's good this, to have you. This is, well, I mean, I'm welcoming you guys because you're in my sleeping bag, Oh, that's bag, true. Right? Yeah, that's thank honestly. you for having us. Sorry we Welcome, just showed guys. up. Thank you. Welcome, guys. <laughs> I was just sitting here uh, sleeping in this campfire, near this campfire, and, and you guys showed up. And it's, it honestly, like, I needed that. You did? Were yeah. you lonely? I was lonely and I was cold. Oh, you know? oh my gosh, you really yeah. like <laughs> your sleeping bag sucks. Actually, I mean, if you're cold in here, well, I mean, there is something to said be said for down feathers, but there's yeah. nothing to be said. For, body heat is oh, the yeah. ultimate. Is the ultimate. I always watch. Yeah. Have you ever watched Naked and Afraid? Uh, no. Oh, it's a show where people like they're naked. Oh yes. and afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and they cuddle for warmth. And I always wonder how the that's, men. That's and the, just me. Every time I look in the mirror. That you cuddle for warmth? No, naked and afraid. Oh, I don't even think. Bo's in never nude, but that will be That's something. That's true, yeah. I'm not. It doesn't matter. But the men really? and the women cuddle for warmth, and I always wonder how they can not have sex. Well, yeah. I mean, because they're, they're, they don't know each other, right? Right. It's just random. And one will be married, and like you know, the husband will be okay with it. Yeah. That's really? the. That's what happens. I get, yeah, I know. It's like... um Maybe they're too cold. Maybe like by having sex, they have to go away from each other and then back and then, you know, back and forth. And it's too oh. cold. It's too cold for the downstroke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, you could already tell this is not like morning radio. <laughs> and that's how I last met you and first met you is that you had come in when I was doing morning radio and you were so yeah. funny and so cool that I'm so happy Aww. that we have you here. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. When you do morning radio to promote your shows, do you always do musical stuff too or is it like sometimes you just show up naked and afraid or you know oh thank good mm-hmm. good tie-in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i like to do music on morning radio musical comedy stuff because you, it's so different than what um a lot of listeners hear and it's what i do on stage you know so it's really like you have a short amount of time to impress the listeners to yeah. come out to your show and you know what better way like i just did a song about san diego and in this market in san diego like they're gonna hear this funny song about their city and they're gonna be like oh who is this dude that you have to like if they don't know who you are already from television or whatever which i'm assuming most of the audience doesn't really know me yet Mm -hmm. i gotta like make them trust me enough to go out on a wednesday night Mm. or whatever night i'm doing you know and like spend their night spend their money have you know bring their friends 
uh, you know, bring their mask. Uh-huh. You know, that's like, <laughs> now it's a whole other level of oh, like yeah. trust Are we to come out I didn't even think you. about that. In comedy clubs, the actual clubs, is it mask up again? Um, I think so. In LA, oh, yeah, most okay. people just by default are just doing that's it. That's got to be hard. Yeah. I mean, you yes, you hear it. It's muffled, the laughter, but like not yeah. seeing people's faces must be hard as the performer on stage. I'm so used to it. You know, I just I mean, people not laughing. Honestly, or? it's, <laughs> I'm so used to just not being able to see smiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah a mask looks the I, same as just a straight face. I bombed for 15 years. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> no. Somehow I do not believe that. Just for this moment. Um, but no, but uh, what, it compares to in recent history of comedy is zoom shows. So we'll mm, take it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, those it, are awful. Yeah. On I, every level. I tell people when the new show and the shoe, the shows that I'm doing in person, I'm like, you ever been stuck at a virtual event? It's the worst. Like mm. it, like a bar mitzvah or a quinceanera or whatever. You just want to go home and you're already there. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> we had, I had a, um, a virtual baby shower where they mailed us, uh, balloons like yeah. I got a balloon in the mail and then you basically just blew up the balloon and then got on zoom and you're like holding the <laughs> balloon by yourself oh. like yeah congratulations like yeah it's like, exactly I've never felt like I actually one time when I was at a virtual uh, event like it was a birthday party <laughs> and I literally said to myself I want to go home I was like the worst. <laughs> I I did a like a virtual like it was like a leadership program and it was like a conference right and it was so awkward because they're like, you have to have your video on. You have yeah. to be engaged. And I'm like, gosh, I don't want to be sitting here like hungry and have to like get up. I'm like, I'm still here, everybody. Yeah. And you're like, you're like making top ramen or something. I just hate people like looking at me in that way. Yeah. I just want to turn the video off. I'm like, I will listen 100%. Right. But I want yeah. nothing to do with being part of this visually. Yeah. That's oh, the thing. It's a uh, cold medium, you know, or like a, you know, like um not engage and not you don't want to engage with it like person by person person to person we're here mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. it's like immediate i feel it's, connected yeah it's like we had to put our clothes on and and like you know brush our teeth and stuff yeah it's, it's yeah we feel like we want to impress each other more i scraped my tongue you did mm -hmm. i All do right. tongue scraping uh, isn't that weird yeah, it's Wait, so good. What though. do you mean? Explain. They have like a tool that you could basically scrape your tongue. Yeah, it's like a metal tool. And what does it do? It gets all the gunk off of your tongue because that's where a lot of bacteria lives too. Mm -hmm. I have one. You do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the, the the worst though is like if you put it too far back in your mouth. Oh, then you gag. Yeah. And then like, Ugh. and then you feel it all day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I can feel the metal wait, against my bile. So, so yeah, yeah. weird, right? <laughs> so do you use it every day? Um, I'm not, I'm not that, yeah, I was gonna say, I'm not that disciplined about it. Maybe truly once a week, I do like a weekly tongue scraping. Do you yeah. dry brush too, your skin and your lymph nodes? What? Like, you know, you take like a, dr a brush and you brush away towards your heart. Wait, wait, like you it's, take a hairbrush? Um, like a body brush, like a bristle brush. That's another oh. kind of self care. Like, really? Yeah. They call dry brushing. It's really good for like, he slowly reaches for his phone. Wow. You're like a brush. Maven. I'm a brush queen. You're a brush queen. I don't. I got to get a brush. Like, I think I, if I'm a bald guy going in and buying a brush at CVS, they'll be like, what are you combing? No, it's, you like, it's almost like for horse hooves. Like the, you know, like the kind of yellow br bristles. I don't oh, know. really? I'll send you a link to my favorite dry brush. Oh, like a scrub brush. Yeah. Again, yeah, you Like you the kind of thing brush. you would like clean your tires with? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. Do you meditate? You have like meditation vibes. Um, I kind of, yeah, sometimes, yeah. You do. I don't do it every day and I'm like, I'm a meditator, but yeah, I do it. Yeah. I, do, I journal. You do? Yeah. I journal. Every day? Uh, I should do it every day. I didn't do it this morning. <laughs> Damn it. Well, this could be, do you use prompts or do you just do like free form? I do this book called The Artist's Way. Oh, yeah. Very popular book. Yep. I've done it like five times. Really? Yeah. It's awesome. Like if you're stuck creatively- there's, I always tell people, I've recommended it to so many people and I think I probably recommended it to like 200 people and maybe four of them have actually done it, uh -huh. but then they thanked me. Like, like, uh, so what you do is, um, if you do this book, you don't just read it, you do it. It's a workbook. They give you, they do give you prompts, but you know, I, I can write whatever, just, you just start doing, it's, it's not about making the, the writing good. It's just about doing it. It's an exercise. It's like, you know, you're working out your, yeah. your whatever, you're getting it out. You're, you're, um, you know, whatever you want to write. It doesn't matter. You don't judge it. And, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really powerful tool. It's a, it's very meditative as well. Yeah. Cause you're like building yeah. the muscle of, okay, I'm sitting for down sure. here. Good for you because I know it's also very artisty to 
order I, I know so many friends that have the artist way just basically sitting on their bookshelf yeah. and they're like mm. one day but then that's the whole thing if really? you do Doing it, it yeah. th- this is what i tell people if you do it there's no way that you can still be stuck in the same thing you were if you actually do the book really, really? there's no way there's like it's impossible if you actually do the book and you like put everything into it if you do it you will you'll you will uh you will evolve mm-hmm. yeah do your ideas for the songs come to you when you're doing stuff like that or when you're kind of you know just going about your sometimes life? yeah sometimes i'll like i'll have an idea going into like my morning pages like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just like when i wake up i go oh i want to write about this because of something that's going on in my life but um sometimes i just um you know, it comes in, in the shower. Like that's when the best ideas come to you is when you're yeah. not expecting them, right. not trying to to do it. I think uh, there's a, a great documentary on Pixar, and they talk about like where they get their their ideas from. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not sitting at their desk at work mm-hmm. going like, "Come up with an idea." It's out bowling or taking mm-hmm. a walk or yeah. in the shower or right yeah. before you go to bed, like laying down, like oh, I got something. It's about being open to it. That's actually one of the things the artist way teaches you is that. Um, to believe in God, mm-hmm. okay, but not in a way of like God is this person up in the sky or whatever. Mm. It's um, they say God is good orderly direction, but God is basically by believing in God, you believe that creativity comes from somewhere. Yeah, and it could yeah. be whatever your God is. What it doesn't matter who your or what your God is, but it comes from somewhere. So that takes the pressure off of you. Yeah, you, you have to be open to the downloads kind of thing. Yeah, I, some people say downloads, and I can really relate to that, where it'll be yeah. like something, and you get something, and you're like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So people say, how do you come up with your material? And I go, I don't come up with it. It comes up with me. That's what I, that's yeah. my response. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're the conduit. Yeah, exactly. It's like you listen, you record it, you work on it, you, you know? Yeah. And then it becomes something. Yeah. It's so. amazing what you can do to just, if you just, Try, right? Yeah, so many people just go like, oh, I could never come up with an idea like that. It's like that's because you're not trying to like be ready for it. Like yeah. you're not you're not putting yourself in a situation where like do you carry a notebook around? Yeah, usually. Or, I mean, or now that you have your phone, you could probably put mm-hmm. notes down, right? Yeah. You're ready. So when you think of something, you go, Oh, that's good, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, it's like you recording don't go, it. Yeah, yeah exactly. you don't go like that's good, I'll I'll remember that later. It's like you don't. It, yeah, it's like you th- ideas do, are yeah. just flying yeah. so fast. Like I have to write things down and it's a little, I'm sure people look at me like, okay, geez, get off your phone. But I'm like, that was too good. I got to yeah, write exactly. this shit down, you know? Like sometimes I feel like creativity is a river, right? And mm-hmm. we're, we're fishermen or fisherwomen and <laughs> it's our job to just fish every day. Yeah. And sometimes we're not going to catch anything. Sometimes we're going to like, oh, we keep reeling them in, you I've, know? I've heard another way of, uh, that that's described as like uh, ideas are like the wind and mm-hmm. then when you feel a breeze and that's an idea you have to run to catch the breeze that yeah. may be running to your notebook or getting on your phone mm-hmm. but you have to like run as fast as the wind to, oh. to make sure that you catch it and you put it down I love that yeah that's cool yeah you have to run meaning you have to put an effort out yeah. you have to you can't just wait there and go because the wind's going to keep blowing you've got to run with it right Cause it, yeah, you can't be lazy about, it's actually like you got to put work in Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I feel a certain level of, I don't know if you feel this way, but like to keep myself open to different ideas and even in the like quote unquote vibration of, you know, create creativeness. Um, if I'm like scrolling on Instagram or social media too much, or I I can feel certain things that kind of take my creativeness Mm. down. Like if I'm eating too bad or if I'm Mm -hmm. on social media all the time, I could definitely feel like I'm like, Oh, I'm not in the space where like the downloads are coming. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are like blocks or, uh, you know, that, um, they're crutches or like, you know, it's like you're numbing yourself out with social media. You're, you're, yeah, I I do it all the time. Yeah, it's, it's you know? crazy how like addicted. It's we easy. Are. It's easy to fall into that. It is. It's so easy, especially because like that's where my business is. Basically, right. I mean mm-hmm. that's where my livelihood is. Yeah. Right. So you you are creating content and mostly musical, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Well, I do stand up, but like my stand up is a little bit different than the traditional stand up, where I'll do um, a I'll talk about something and then it will like evolve into a song. <laughs> so yeah yeah so is it is it improvisational at all or are you usually like sometimes yeah really That's yeah it's got to so, be exciting yeah just, yeah so like what you do with you you described riff city yeah right where yeah. you have a band and uh you you know the the comedian will sometimes break into a song or or like do their bit over a song yeah and improvise with the song so sometimes i'll do something like that but i'll have a looper right? oh nice and then I'll, I'll be talking to somebody in the audience or like something will come up and then i'll beatbox and like 
make a loop and then yeah. improvise a song off of that. That's awesome. Yeah. But I'd also, I mean, mo- mainly I'll do songs that I've recorded. I'll do a track and then I'll perform the song. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And for but San Diego people, you did a, such a funny job of you pointed out the nuclear boobies oh, of San Diego. And then you also yeah. p- mentioned Manscaped, which is so funny because that's like, because yeah. Manscaped, because that was it's our sponsor for a while. Company, yeah. yeah. And that was so funny because everyone I know like works with Manscaped. Really? Yeah. It's true. And they were our sponsor for a while. We went away, but, but yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, feel, I, I felt like I owed them because, so I did a San Diego song, right, that I just uh, I released. And, um, yeah, I felt like I owed them because I have a podcast that's kind of based on like the same formula of my act of like uh, I do, but I do an interview and I'll uh, make songs based on that conversation. Oh, nice! Yeah, called Podcast the Musical. Anyway, so I only re- <laughs> released two episodes, and I was supposed to. They were going to be one of my sponsors, oh my gosh. and I only got them on one of them, and so I was like. I'm going to mention Manscaped in my song. That's so yeah. funny. You're like, look, I made good on our deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was wondering about that because I saw that it looked like last year, Mona, the wonderful drummer who yes. I know. and Mona you know, Tavacoli. Yeah, she's amazing. Yes. She's badass. Um, I saw that she was your last person and I was like, oh no, we want more episodes. I know. She's, uh, she's awesome. I didn't put the Manscaped ad on hers because I felt like it didn't really fit. <laughs> yeah. I did Joe Coy was my first episode and then Mona Tavacoli was the second and I was like, I can't really put a Manscaped ad on Mona's <laughs> about shaving your balls. You know? <laughs> For us, like, we're, we'll take anything. We're like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about like my dog dying. We're like, Manscaped, Manscaped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have no, no room. Yeah. And then you're, you're friends with all of the like Mraz and... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, that's cool. So yeah, so Jason... Billy, Jason, Billy Galewood is a, another performer, musician, yes. comedian, and uh, we all met. They were performing at this bowling alley. They were the band, and I was the comedy. And we met, and we totally hit it off. Like I, ri- it was actually like Riff City. Yeah. Like I riffed with them. That's awesome. And, uh, and um, we totally hit it off. And they're like, "Hey, you should come by our open mic." This is like 2001, and so they had this open mic at this uh, coffee house in the valley. And uh, I would go there like every single week. It was one of those vibes. Like, have you ever like you start going to a show or you start going to some kind of social circle where you're like, I love this. I'm gonna yeah. be here every week. It was like that. Yeah. So in 2001, yeah. Jason Mraz wasn't really a, that big of a hit because I met him in. I mean, I have the story where I met him at Java Joe's down in Ocean Beach. Yeah. And he was just doing an open mic two song thing. Yeah. And as soon as he walked in, I was like, Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like this is clearly gonna be something. Right. And uh I think he was with Toka Rivera at the yep. time. And mm-hmm. so uh and then years later it's like he's blowing up and he becomes you know, he's got Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That was around the same time that yeah, Java Joe's crazy. time when he was doing that. So this was before his first album. It's probably around yeah. the same time. But uh maybe like I knew him for about a year and then his first um, major label album came out. Yeah. And yeah. And then that totally blew up and yeah. yeah. And then, and then that, but he's, you know, what's he's so good about is, um, what I love is that the community of people that hangs around him absolutely is awesome. Yeah. And I'm friends with like almost everybody in that crew. Yeah. And everyone, anyone that I meet in that crew, I end up liking them. Yeah. I end up like, wow, you're the coolest person and super talented. He definitely seems very, I mean, I've seen him since and he's so approachable because I yeah. saw him at a little show in uh, Old Town and okay. afterwards I went up and I said, hey, I've met you. You will never remember this. <laughs> yeah. But like I bought you a coffee at Java Joe's because I was like, you're going to be somebody I just want to say that I bought a coffee for this guy. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and he was like, oh my God, give me your number. And he was so easy. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't seem like someone who should be, you know what I mean? You think yeah. of like meeting someone that is as popular as that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my people need to get me away from this person. You know, yeah, no. he's not like that at all. I think it's because they do the stuff that we talked about. They keep themselves in a high. Yeah. I'm so annoying with my high vibe, but only <laughs> just because I used to work at a music venue here for many years and they would perform all the time. And I feel like um, people like Billy Galewood, who you mentioned, yeah. who's Bushwala, yeah. who I yeah, love, yeah. but I can relate to him in some way where it's like, he can go off the, he can be kind of like crazy, but then if he takes care of himself, it's like beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you know we I mean? were roommates. Like, I love him. We uh, were you were? Oh, so you, you probably have some stories. Like, and I have nothing, I have so much fondness for him, but it's like, I, I relate to him in the way where it can, I don't know how to describe it. Dude, he has gone, like Hopefully the we'll evolution of, of, of Bushwala, Billy Galewood uh-huh. is an amazing thing. That dude, I, he, there's no way like that guy could could um, have so many awesome friends that love him a hundred percent, and um, and not also be one of the. I I sometimes feel like 
I want him to know how awesome he is. You I know do too, I mean? and that's maybe maybe he I, knows. I, he knows. It, he, knows. Uh, he does know, and maybe yeah, I sense like I, a yeah. But yeah, does yeah. he? I mean, don't we need to tell people? Because yeah. like it's like he knows, but he d- doesn't. I've told him like that dude's like a brother for sure. Like he's he you know um, he lived with me, but but the evolution of like what you're talking about, like where you know um, he has really like invested in himself and his talent has only grown over the years. Good, you know? I good. love, I love, I love like, and now he's making videos with Jason and he's uh, uh, doing music. He wrote one, wrote on one of the songs that's on his new album. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Yeah. That they just released it as a single. I yeah, love Be that. where your feet are. Oh really? Yeah. I like that. That was something that his cousin said to him. And especially like during this time, be where your feet are is like, you know, we have all these problems going on and it's like, we want to handle everything and, and his his cousin was in the hospital and um he goes you know just be where your feet are right now and that was something that he told to jason and jason was like that sounds like a song wow hmm. they go that reminds me of a song let's do it <laughs> but now today in this yeah. day and age people that don't have feet would be very offended oh They'd be uh, wow you've why'd you have to bring that up you've been canceled why'd you have to bring that up <laughs> in one swoop you've been canceled be where your nubs are. Be where, you, you could say that. Be you could say that. You know what? I knew those were coming, guys. And, uh, you know, you said them. You did a good I job. I did not have to say it. Even though this episode might say Eric Schwartz on them, I had nothing you, to do with those. You didn't those. do it. You're, you're pro-footist. Pro-everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I want to actually ask you a question because yeah. because you, you do travel and you do live comedy and music. Yeah. You know, people don't think about this a lot of times, but there's a lot of technical stuff that goes into music, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A lot of things need to be working and be hooked up mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I've been to shows with musicians where shit went wrong. Yeah. And especially there was one guy, his name was Pogo. Do you know who that is? I don't. He makes musical mixes of like Disney music and things like that. Oh, and he that played cool. it he played at the underbelly and I went to see him and halfway through the show something went wrong. Yeah. And he couldn't figure it out and he just canceled the show. <laughs> But nobody got nobody got their money back. So oh, have you had no go, no go. <laughs> have you had a situation as you know, as a musician, as yeah. a person who's putting technical stuff live? Yeah. Have you had any shit show moments in that way? I expect it. Really? Really? Oh yeah. And and I think I've gotten to the point where if that stuff happens, whatever. I just make fun of it. I'll do whatever. I have my songs. Like I am, my tracks or whatever are not my songs or my bits. Like it's me. Yeah, it's inside me. So I'll do acapella. I'll do, I'm. I'll just do stand up. I'll yeah. just you know like, whatever it is. Like you don't you know the people in the campfire days yeah. didn't have amplification. Sure. You know I've actually done shows where the power went out, and like in a storm or something. Wow. Like in Florida, I was there once, and and uh and and uh the power went out. And it actually, the, you'd be surprised. The audience is one hundred percent behind you, because yeah. they like they're like they know what happened, and they're like he's still gonna give us a show. Yeah, he's yeah. bouncing Out back. Power. He's bouncing back. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get through this shit. Yeah, and they this want is that. a unique show that no one's ever gonna see. Yeah, it's their show. Yeah. yeah, that probably feels special too. Yeah. Yeah. If you like turn on your phones or something to get light or yeah. So you, yeah, they, exactly. They, like we had like emergency lights, lighting, Damn. and wow. yeah. So like you gotta like realize like. We f- tend to freak out when that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, when we, we get out of our comfort zones. Sure. But you got to always like just tell yourself like every, before every show, I always like start from zero and I'm like, okay, it's not going to go exactly how I imagine it to go or that I rehearsed or that I, you know, plan for. And that's great. I'm welcoming the, uh-huh. you know, the change, whatever is going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. I got to tell, I got to ask you, Merle, now from talking to me for 10 minutes um, from the beginning, now till now do i have more or less meditation vibes <laughs> more that's more? a very zen approach yeah. i'm like she said you seem like you have meditation vibes and that's all we've been talking about i'm like no i think do i do i look like a monk or beyond that's a very yeah. um buddhist way of having no attachment of what happens to you either way and also yeah. i feel like meditation teaches you to like live in the pain and so you're living in the pain of things going wrong and yeah yeah and i've and i've folded under pressure i'm not gonna lie yeah. Okay. Was there yeah. a moment that you can can talk of where you didn't have this this like positivity that oh, you're like, yeah. ah, it's oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? No problem. Oh, Did you when, fucking melt down. What? Yeah, I had before. You know what? What? I don't remember the specific incident, but I know that there was there's been this like a sound person that's supposed to hit my cues, oh. and they just were not paying attention. <sighs> and so it's like, what that makes me mad because it's like 
doesn't have to be that if you just put effort into it. Right. You know, it's like if you're you, doing all the work right, and then yeah. you just need them to do that one thing, yeah. and then it all your work is wasted because they didn't do the thing. Yeah, and it's like, come on, dude. It's like, it's like I made fun of it and made it funny, but then mm. at some certain point, the frustration gets you, and you're mm. like, dude, it's you. It's like, yeah. But at the same time, it's like once you get mad, and and like if the audience is not on your side about that then yeah. it can be disastrous for you. Has that happened? Yeah. <laughs> Where they didn't know the backstory or whatever. Uh, they didn't know, like, and they just I, think you're being a dick. Yeah. Mm. They didn't know that I got there an hour and a half before to set up everything mm. and go over it. And, and they think it's me being mean to... Uh, Some audio yeah. kid. Yeah. I, yeah. Do, do you deal with hecklers? Yeah, I mean, you have to... I mean, I, I don't really know what hecklers are anymore because there's a very small percentage of them that are heckling out of um bad vibes like that they want it they don't like you and they want to mess you up but i'd say most of the hecklers are people that just want to be part of the show and they or they don't know how to watch a show and they want to participate and you know and it's and it's like good intentions yeah but you know they may be stepping on what you're trying to say but it's always tough too when a comedian or performer engages with anyone in the crowd Mm-hmm. at all and just says how are you guys doing tonight and then somebody goes oh he wants to know yeah. right yeah, they yeah, yeah. want to know and then they feel yeah. like i have to tell them yeah specifically how my day was it's like it's up no, to me i think you need to <laughs> i think you need to just fall back fall back i forget sometimes though if i'm watching a show and someone's like oh i don't know if you've been to the dmv lately and i want to scream out like i just went last week yeah and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes i forget because i do get yeah it's like that you just that get happens. excited that happens all the time and but as a comedian you can't like you can't always be like, you know, you can't expect the audience, everyone in the audience to have ever been to a comedy show. Mm-hmm. So while, yeah, it does piss you off sometimes, but like what should be the response that I, I aspire to do is like, okay, well, they are excited there. This is something that, you know, take it as a, like a good thing. They're mm-hmm. into what mm-hmm. you're saying. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? It doesn't always come out that way, but it just, yeah. Yeah, I try. Your audience seems very sweet. I follow you on oh, Instagram really? and I they feel seem like sweet. Yeah. I'll tell them. <laughs> so, hey, except for that one person. No, but do uh, you find like after the shows, do you have kind of like an avatar of who your audience would be? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny you ask because I actually narrowed it down to one person. Really? Yeah. Who is this person? I went through this exercise with a, with a guy, <laughs> with a, another comedian. Really? And the guy, or he's like, kind of like does the coaching stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we, the, during the pandemic, we were talking, he goes, what's the one, person like if you could boil it down to one person and i pick somebody and her name's cindy davila and i and she <laughs> lives in bakersfield and she's awesome she's a a mom she's um just always po- super positive and she's uh she's um you know because my my family i'm a quarter step mexican my uh, that's what i say my stepdad is mexican so i uh talk a lot about the cultura and she's she's latina and so, like, she's the person I'm trying to reach. You know, really? What I mean? Yeah. If I could boil it down to one person, Bakersfield. She, yeah. Well, I mean, for I those didn't, who don't I didn't know, know, she lived in Bakersfield till like recently. Oh. Does, does she yeah. know her husband's cheating on her? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Why? What's up with Bakersfield? <laughs> Nothing. No, I just picture Cindy. I feel like her husband has reconnected with his long lost love over Facebook, and they're about to get divorced. But I feel like she'll do you do know better. him? No. It, oh, I didn't know no, if you were the just, long lost love. No. Oh. No, I Cindy, don't worry. Your husband uh, probably faithful. I got to yeah. tell you, if Cindy's in Bakersfield, she's nine, 90% sure that she's a Trump supporter and also lives in Bakersfield. Which See, that's if stereotyping. She's not. She's not. You're not stereotyping? No, she is not a Trump supporter. You know this person? Yeah. Cindy? Yeah. That's the person. That's she's the more person. centrist. <sighs> she's the person. I don't think she represents... Yeah, okay. Not everyone in Bakersfield is... Is a Trumper. Well, not everyone in any yeah. place is a thing thing, but right, it's just right, a, right. I said 90%. She's part of the 10%. No, yeah. but she doesn't wear a mask when she hikes outside because Cindy's smart. She can see through some I want to get Cindy on the line. I want to get Cindy on the line hard. She's a, she's like, you know how Sir Mix-a-Lot said LA face with the Oakland booty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's probably uh, Bakersfield life <laughs> with the LA. With the Echo Park. <laughs> the, <laughs> Echo Park the, booty? With the, you know, like a, the Echo Park value or like oh i, I love that mm, yeah i don't know or like okay. uh, all right <laughs> i don't know she moved she moved to bakersfield because she can afford a house there i don't know i have no idea i you don't gotta get to know your people i don't better. know her like i don't know her you know <laughs> no, but like, i don't know her i just like think she's awesome 
and she supports it, you. It's just the matters. way she responds. I'm like, mm. oh, that's how. Like, I love how she's thoughtful. She's like super. Like, she probably could really like vibe with San Diego. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Laid back. Big, I don't know why. She, you know, like maybe she grew up in Bakersfield. I don't know. I don't know. That maybe much she about will her. move here. I feel like her dad was in like the military or something, and she loved it here at Camp Pendleton. Yeah, you guys are going from A to C, really, on Cindy. You're going from A to Cindy. You're just making assumptions. <laughs> Avatar to Cindy. Um, yeah, that makes me think though of, of your viewers, of you your of your audience. Like, you do a lot of YouTube stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, YouTube runs rampant with comments. Do oh, you yeah. read the comments of your stuff? I probably read every comment. Yeah, and of, how on Instagram and everywhere? How do you navigate through that? Because people are yeah. so bold when they. They don't have to say it in person. Well, you know, the everyone always says, like, we only fo- focus on the negative mm-hmm. comments, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'd say most of my comments are positive. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you get those negative comments. But this is my theory is um, when you get a negative comment, it means it's a good thing because it means it's reaching an audience you were never intended for. Mm. So, yeah, I, I get negative comments and I just go and I have to tell myself, yeah, that's right. Negative comment. I'm winning. Yeah, and yeah. it boosts the algorithm. I'm not just talking. To, yeah, I'm not just talking to my people. I'm I'm getting out there. That's, that's a great. great. That's a yeah. great way to think. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like? Because I know you just went on tour with Joe Coy, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. that was, um, was that like the biggest? Because I saw you. It looked amazing from once again yeah. from me peeking at you on awesome. Instagram. I was like, you guys were like flying on private jets, and it, oh it looked God. like you were living the lavish life. And it I was, was man. I've never. We went to like Australia, New Zealand, Hawaii. That's not a country, but it's still like <laughs> it feels there. like it. Yeah. It feels like it. Um, and uh, we went to Dubai. We went to Canada. We went to um, Tennessee. Uh, no, we went everywhere. <laughs> I'm just like, everywhere from we Dubai to, no- to New Zealand. Knoxville. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, his venues are just like he's selling out like the Forum. Yeah. I did the Forum with him twice. That's wild. He, yeah, he sold out twice. He did Chase Center twice, um, and he, he's just killing it it was it was amazing because i've known him since he moved to la like around 2004 or something like that and to see his growth and to see like how he treats people and it just was like a not only like an amazing fun time but it was an education for me to see like how to do things on that level Hmm. and it was encouraging as well because i his audience just got me right away really yeah and his his audience it felt like I'm home. I'm 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 performing in front of family that gets me. Yeah. Mm. It felt like ten thousand Cindy's, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they accepted you. Yeah. <laughs> felt like ten thousand Cindy's and I'm going there they get me right off the bat. And so what was really encouraging was like, okay, my audience exists. Mm. My big huge scale audience is there i just gotta keep doing stuff that it keeps me in front of them did you yeah. guys do wimbley or something am i crazy for oh wimbley stadium yeah no no okay you did no. some huge i mean all the stadiums were big but there was something yeah. that i was like damn this is crazy for the them. forum was probably Maybe the biggest thirteen thousand. holy but, shit he did it twice so, so yeah. you did your show like all by yourself too for th- for thirteen thousand people Oh, it was Joe's show. I was opening. Right, but yeah. I mean, but I mean, you're up on the, for yeah, your yeah. Set. That's I did like, like you 20 doing. minutes. Wow, and the, that's I so think big. One of the shows was uh, Adam Carolla was on it, and then me and and then Gabriel Iglesias made a made us <laughs> like a stop by, and the crowd went crazy. And then on the next one, Tiffany Haddish went on wow. there, and Tiffany is another. I mean, Gabe, I I started when at the same time he did, and I remember like doing shows at the Ice House with him. Tiffany and I used to do the um, Long Beach Laugh Factory like almost every weekend together. She would host the show and I would close the show. And what we would do is uh, she would, at the end, we'd do a freestyle and I would beatbox and loop and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she would freestyle and then I would do, she would do like the verses and then I'd do the chorus and like summarize what she said doing oh, auto tune cool. and all that. What? The f- most fun stuff. Yeah. I would love to watch a so whole show like that. So you guys are old buddies. So it was awesome to yeah. see her again. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. so great. It was so cool. How good that all of that happened before the pandemic. Did, yeah, it, did it cut right your tour the short? That tour? Yeah, the pandemic did? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. We were supposed to do Radio City Music Hall. <gasps> oh. Yeah. We were supposed to do, um, that was probably the biggest band. He's still going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably won't be able to do it, but um, but yeah, he, and, and then going forward, his venues are just going to keep growing and growing. Like uh, he's doing like, now, but when we were going, he'd do some arenas. 
So arenas are like the forum, which are like 10,000. Mm-hmm. Like, and now he's doing almost all arenas. We were doing some theaters, some like mm-hmm. large uh-huh. theaters. Yep. Um, so like, for example, when I did San Diego with him, he was at the Civic. Right. Which is an amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful oh, theater, yeah. I yeah. loved it. That yeah. was one of the first shows I did with him. Yeah. And that room is bananas, it's like 3,000. So now he's doing, he did like, what, seven shows there or something like that? And then he's doing Pachanga, which is mm-hmm. the sports yeah. arena. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's yeah. doing that, I believe, twice. And that's where like Def Leppard plays. Like it's so funny yeah. to have. Crazy. That's, yeah, that's the next level. It's like 10,000. Yeah. And yeah, that's where I saw one of my first concerts when I was a kid. Yeah. I have. I, have. I was having a stroke. No, no, no. I yeah, I'm having a stroke. So when no, 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 does no. that, you go. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, yeah, I think that's amazing that someone can sell out an arena like that. Yeah, right? yeah. I also don't prefer it as a viewer. Really? And I yeah, was yeah, gonna yeah. ask you that. what you're feeling when you go see a performer. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, put yourself in the seat. It seems like an arena is so detached from yeah that intimacy, right? And so I I want a room full of like two hundred people or less. Yeah. Or, or or even you know you see something like at the Civic Center. It, it's a much smaller space, yeah. right? Uh, but it feels like you're right there. You can engage in that way. Yeah, I'll say I can really only really only say as a performer, but um, you know theaters are like they they bring an energy. The the bigger um, audiences really bring an energy that that you don't get in a smaller room. Yeah. You know. Um, that's one of the things Joe told me was like, when you shoot your special, do it in a theater because you as a performer are going to get a, a much better like mm-hmm. performance because you're going to be jacked up on that audience. Yeah. You know? And, um, but yeah, there, the smaller, the smaller venues are, are good. I, I would say for, for, um, for audience would, would be really good because you feel like you're right there. But, um, I felt like in the forum, there's 13,000 people. I felt like it was a comedy club. It was felt intimate because really? the ceilings are really low. Uh, contrast that with um, Chase Center, which is where the Warriors play. Yeah. The ceiling's super high. Yeah. That felt like I couldn't tell from the performer's standpoint. I couldn't tell if I was doing great yeah. or not. But the right. feedback that I got afterwards was like, okay, I, I did great. You know, like I got really good feedback after that show. And um, so, yeah, but like the forum I knew because I could feel it. Yeah. yeah. How cool to be playing for that many people. Yeah, it was, it, that was, I mean, that I don't know. I hope I can top that. I know. What was yeah. it like to come back after that whirlwind right, and just right. be like, okay, back to now well, flappers or something? It or? wasn't even that. It was like a few weeks after that was the Oh, was that's the true. Yeah. Started. So it was like, what the heck? So like what I was doing and Joe is so nice to let me do this is um, I would promote my own shows after his at, on stage i would say hey i'm gonna be back in this market whatever city i was in so i would go to do his shows book a show in in that same area and be able to advertise it oh, and my cool. shows were selling out so my whole like tour that i was gonna do on my own uh at, uh like when the pandemic was in in that oh. spring had to get canceled damn i sold out like a 500 seater oh. and yeah I sold out. Like I'm, I'm actually rescheduled to do it. It's Irvine Improv. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. September fourteenth. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll, ever everyone still like we didn't refund many of the tickets. So people I, are just holding on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna forget. I think or we'll what. be done with everything <laughs> yeah. by then. Just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> September thirteenth. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll September. be back to normal. But now, uh, when you were traveling, I have to know. Yeah. On the, like the big fancy planes, did they have a bagel spread? A bagel. <laughs> They do. You That's know what? They make you fresh baked cookies. Fuck. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. On like the plane. on the plane with the, yeah. Do they have an oven there? Yeah. Really? And they like bake cookies. Like a little cookies? Betty Crocker oven. Yeah. For real? <laughs> this is what I'm most interested in. Forget the, like, the money plane? or anything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how expensive would it. They better bring some. They better break a cake on that thing. That thing is like. <laughs> I, those things are expensive. But uh, is there something that you got used to on in those travels that you're like, fuck, I got to get back to that? Like a schmear platter, or, or, or even just like the hotel rooms or the. Is it the plane? Obviously, a private plane is pretty amazing. He, he treated us pretty, pretty first class. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so I mean, we didn't always fly. We we one time when we went to Dubai, we we flew like flew like business class, nice like those seats that that mm. that uh, recline all the way back. But um, but yeah, like we would go into the lounges. Those that was cool. But honestly, like the I I gotta say, like none of that stuff really matters. Was really the camaraderie. Mm. That's like the fun thing. Because yeah. when I go travel by myself, like I'm not bringing my 
openers with me yet, you know, because yeah. it's like a huge cost to do that. Sure. So um, just that camaraderie of like the the camera guy and I became really good friends. His name's Yoda. <laughs> and, you know, hanging out with Joe. He's yeah. super cool. The the sound guy, the the tour, the, the guy who runs the tour, um, super cool guy. So just you know, I learned a lot from those guys, like about those, cause I make videos. So uh, the, me and the camera guy, we talk, talk shop and stuff. And so, yeah. Are you, are you constantly dealing it. with groupies? Because I feel like of at, course. A, at a level of that, I mean, like, just walking Cindy's. in here, like <laughs> your neighbors wouldn't leave me alone. Oh my gosh. We also just yeah. heard, I think both, both neighbors have a chicken. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We just heard like a rooster cl- clucking yeah. before that, you came in. I think yeah. that's new today. The I've chicken. never, ever heard a rooster in this area. And then somebody got a rooster. Cause it was real. It was real, real. That means nobody, that, that means that Latinos are here, man. Oh man. Yeah, that means that means fresh eggs too. We have been trying to keep them out for so oh long. Oh my god, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you got you got a quarter set Mexican in your present <laughs> in your presence right now. My stepfather. Oh. So. Do, do people ever? I just got someone messaged me the other day, and they're like. I posted something about being Jewish and then a guy messaged me and he's like, we get it. You're Jewish. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you do I don't want to hear so this mean. Jew shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. Quit it with the Jew shit. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm like, Oh no, that's so weird. Do you Meryl, get- Meryl is a very, I mean, Meryl, Meryl yeah. is a very Jewy name. Meryl Heather. Meryl Heather. Yeah. And wait, is it true that did you get your gear? Like was your first gig about your bat mitzvah or you bought your a bat mitzvah with, is for a woman. Or you had a bar mitzvah. But I identify as a man. Um, but in my, I got the money that I made on my bar mitzvah. Uh, I did spend on DJ equipment. Oh my, that's yeah. so that's cute. Amazing. That's like such the, a. The DJ that I had on my bar mitzvah, he sold me his old setup. And um, he. <laughs> that's amazing. He sold me like the worst turntable. I got to say like that dude kind of ripped me off, but whatever. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Sold me belt drive turntables. And if you know anything about turntables, you would never want to use those for DJing because they suck and they skip. So anyway. screw you, that guy. Yeah. He wasn't like in the BC Boys or anything, was he? No, I don't no. think he DJs anymore oh. because of that because he's not a good person. Oh, man. And then did you become like a resident DJ with all your friends? And uh, yeah, well, like, so that's kind of how um, I was like before, you know, Napster. Oh. Uh, I was the curator of hip hop in Thousand Oaks. Really? Yeah. Mm. So I was my my step or my dad. My dad had a clothing business. He was a schmata salesman. Uh-huh. Do you know what that is? <laughs> Um, Shmata salesman. Shmata is, is Yiddish for clothing, for like oh. rags, for rags. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're dressed yeah. in shmatas, or yeah, yeah. yeah they're shmatas, right? But yep. But so, um, he would have a, he had a clothing business, and he would sell at the swap meets on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we would sell at this swap meet called the Rhodium, and right down the way from our stand was this place called Rhodium Records, and that's where Dr. Dre got his start Whoa. doing mixtapes. And I would buy my records from Rhodium, and I would spend all my money from what I would make at the swap meet, then bring records back to Thousand Oaks and play them in Thousand Oaks. And that is how hip hop spread to the suburbs. You're welcome. You did it. You're welcome. Yeah. Shmata where? Yeah. From Shmata to rock and parties. <laughs> Shmata where to rock aware. That's so interesting. Yeah. I love, no, I absolutely love that. I think, I think, I feel like Jewish men do hip hop really well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Is that a thing? Is that, is that, I know well, at least three. Well, you, the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys. Um, there has to be one or two others. But. Uh, <laughs> Yahoo, but he's more reggae. Oh, God. We won't talk about There's, him. I talk openly because he's my only podcast guest that I really did not like at all. You had him on? Yeah. I had him on when I was doing the podcast for the Belly Up, for the um, music oh. venue that I worked at. He was horrible to talk with. But really? Yeah, he's the only person of like, who we, everyone else that I've ever interviewed, I like leave being like, I love them. I want to be friends with them. And he was so Aww. horrible. Yeah. That's okay. I did an impression of him once to his face. Really? And what did he say? He said, <laughs> That means like, I'm calling my security. Yeah. <laughs> I had to um, search for a, uh, so he wanted, so, he had sorority girls on his rider. He was like recently what? divorced and he wanted. Oh, like, I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I knew his wife. I met his wife and I knew him. I had done some stuff with him before. He got divorced. You did, yeah. yeah. I think it's also just tough as a female. That, that sounds like there's another story in there. Mm. But maybe the there's not. the reason of their divorce? Oh, I no, don't think no. so. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I am. Pre- I mean, my skin is for a lot flawless, but I, think I don't, don't want to take credit for the for them divorcing. Okay. Uh, that is a funny thing to put on your writer, though, right? 
Sorority like girls? on your request, like I want sorority girls. Yeah. What like like not the videotape, like actual No, like real girls and a masseuse and I watched a fan gave him like vegan cheese and he like was like, Thank you and then just like threw it in the trash and stuff. Well, I don't know that I'd eat anything to... that someone gave me either. Well that's very that's actually a very nice um gift, vegan cheese, because he's probably kosher. And he yeah. Yeah, and so like he could have cheese and then still have meat. Mm-hmm. But what but if it know. was poison? What if that's like, true. I, I what if that's I, also true. I don't know that I would eat food I mean, that someone made like me. If and poison is you. vegan, too. Oh, that's so, true. That's you know, true. Technically, <laughs> so they're he, not lying. <laughs> oat poison, yeah. No, I think also maybe it's different because maybe there's still an ingrained level of um, men, very, very Hasidic Jewish people with women can be weird sometimes. And I know he's uh, not like that anymore, but you know, yeah. I know there's rules before where it's like you're not supposed to touch or talk to a woman it's not That's your true. wife and yeah. so maybe there's some like kind of mm. ingrained hatred for I don't females think I, could, I don't think I could be a Hasidic Jew well okay. it's a it's a um it's I didn't know that <laughs> I'm reformed Jew and I didn't know that when I met a rabbi once and um and they had me for a show as a rabbi and his wife came up to me afterwards and said that was so funny and I went to shake her hand and she goes oh my husband will shake your hand for me Damn. and I was like what I didn't get it I I was insulted at first but then I learned what the what the rule was and I didn't even know that so, hmm. but whatever. And, and then wow. I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended. But no, but I will say Matisyahu was really cool to me when, when I met him. I think it was probably Meryl to be yeah. honest. Honestly, we, we did we had a weird vibe, but it's okay. I don't know. I don't know. We're not trying I, to get you to talk shit about Matisyahu. Not at all. No, I, I wouldn't do that. People like him. And, and speaking of Jewish rappers, the guy, a guy that he's worked with a lot is, um, Kosha Dills. Oh my gosh. I love and that he's name. Been, he's been freestyling his ass off. Like in Kosha New York City. Dills? He's, <laughs> he's pretty dope. Like, I went. I was on Van's Warp tour with him uh, in tw- 2015, and um, he's got a cool story. Like he he came from he was a, a drug addict and he went to jail for it for a while, and then he came back. He started rapping and like that kind of saved his life. And um, but he's super talented on freestyle. Like he freestyles about anything nonstop. He's mm. like dope. Have you seen this? No, guy? not um, yet. I'm not familiar. Yeah, he's dope. So, but there's this other guy that is like really blowing up on social media now. It's called Harry Mack. It's uh-huh. the same. I think they're probably are in, in the same category level of freestyle prowess. Okay. I'll, yeah. Who is your biggest influence? <sighs> Musical. You, yeah. Like. Oh man. Maybe growing up, you were like, know. "Oh, I want to be this." Oh, jeez. There's so many. There's so many. Like I, I would say like I love hip hop wise. I loved, um, like Bismarcky, the Fat Boys. Run DMC, A Tribe Called Quest, my mm-hmm. favorite group of all time. Beastie Boys for sure. Um, uh, Big Daddy Kane, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like that was my stuff. And then like comedy wise, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, uh, Robin Williams for sure. Um, um, all that, like that kind of era. And, yeah. you know, uh, I love that. that how, stuff. how old are you? Oh, that's a bad question. Okay, forty six. <laughs> oh, that's oh not me bad. too. Yeah. Oh, are you? oh, I'm forty five. I'm forty five. But I, I was just yeah. gonna say, if, if this uh. is if these are the bands you liked and these yeah. are the comedy people that you like, I'm like, oh, we grew up in the exact same yeah. area. I was like, where you watch Comic Relief on HBO, and yeah. like, all those people were there. Love that show. Fuck. What do you guys think Carlin would have been like today, like during the pandemic? I told you so. He, oh, yeah, that's, he, what, that's he, what I yeah. think he'd say. He I said told about, you so. Yeah, he said about like like uh, the government doesn't care about you, and yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every single thing that he has said, it's like, yeah, would, that's, yeah. would he have supported the, 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 um, conspiracies though? That's what I mean. Cause he is very like touch, get your hands covered in germs. Who cares? But then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, cause he talks a lot about kind of like just go out and like swim in the sewer and, I have to believe he would he would have been like vaccinated. Yeah, because I talked with my boyfriend about this, where he's like, "No, I think Carlin would have been like, just get vaccinated, you losers, and you know, yeah. kind of like that." But yeah. then it's like, but I could see him on another level, on another way of not. But you think about it, like you get vaccinated for tetanus, right? Yeah, everyone yeah. gets vaccinated for tetanus, so this might be. I mean, I kind of see it similar to that. Mm-hmm. I was at a show, and this woman in the audience, she goes. Somebody asked if she's vaccinated. This is before I was going. On, I went on. She, they, they go. Have you have you been vaccinated? She goes for rabies, <laughs> and I was like, humans don't get vaccinated for rabies. That's oh dogs, God. you idiot. You just called yourself a dog. I love that. <laughs> That's how dumb you are. You don't even know you haven't been vaccinated yeah, so as a dog. Claiming that <laughs> is idiot. so funny. We saw a comedy show where same people yelled out something about being vaccinated, and the comic was like. Ma'am, this isn't your Facebook wall. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. That's yeah. hilarious. Okay, wait, before we let you go, yeah. um, I want to do a quick segment with you called Bug Bites. Boom, 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 boom. 
Yuck! Bug bites. Oh my god, you do have a rash. Uh, no, that's a bug bite. Oh, that's Jesus. a mosquito bite. You Is have an actual here? bite. Yeah, from mosquito from uh, in Oceanside yesterday. Ooh, the Oceanside mosquitoes. Oh, those Oceanside yeah. mosquitoes. I'm surprised that didn't make it into the video. Why are they? Why are they? Um, did why do they hit different? Because they're military. Mosquitoes? They just are full of like gas and in and out burger or something. Oh really? Yeah, oh, because they've been sucking on the um the San Onofre boobies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're nuclear up there. Yeah. That does look like. I mean, if you, I'm not offering. That's from yesterday. I wish yeah. I had calamine. That looks for you. It. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because that's looking pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah. It's. Kind you sure of it's swollen. not a spider bite? It, may, it might be. Yeah, like, it might be. Like two days later, you're like, yeah. you only have a nub, and then we make a joke about that nub, and it's like, oh, yeah. no foot, no. Yeah. Are you yeah. a hypochondriac? Um, I guess not because I didn't go get this checked out. <laughs> That's true. <Okay. laughs> That's like a Jewish thing that I have is that I'm definitely a hypochondriac. Are you? I yeah. mean, I guess some people might think I am, but I don't know. Yeah, I try to stay really healthy. Yeah, so, that's smart. Yeah, you I try to stay really healthy. Um, okay, so something that you hate because you're so kind and nice and I like your yeah, you. Yeah, you But you, I want to hear the dark underbelly of You throw of off the kindest vibes. Really? Yeah, yeah a really nice, nice guy. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I tried to egg you on a little bit. It's like, tell me the shit. And you're like, yeah, there's really not shitting shit. No shit. No, I'm like, I didn't fall okay, into it. Okay, no. Wait, wait, do it again. Let's do some shit. <sighs> What's the worst you can say? Worst uh, thing you yeah, can say you about a person? Hate? Oh my God. These people, Montes Yahoo, I gotta <laughs> tell you. This motherfucker. What a fucking dude. No, I still wish him well. Uh, we're <laughs> oh yeah okay that was passive aggressive right. i still wish him well right like so if you could be a human being so tell me yeah kidding. so tell us something that really Montes. gets under your skin about anything bug bites mm. yeah um, yeah uh, take your time we'll edit all this time out just kidding. i, I totally leave this time out. yeah <laughs> no i i don't want to get political or anything oh but, you oh. can if you, you know want what? to that's you know my what? favorite thing is i don't want to get political or anything no but, when people are close-minded mm. mm-hmm I feel like God, the audience so fucking nice. You know, the audience <laughs> Are you Canadian? When people are closed minded is your bug bite. Well, that's that's the thing that you gets under your skin. Well give me an example. What's something that gets under your <laughs> no, skin? No, no, no. Okay. I want you oh, to be yeah. you. Be you, be you. Yeah, no, no, because it can, it might be it might um jog my memory. Okay, so the, the classic one that I always say is yeah. like uh white oakleys. I fucking hate people in white oakleys. Because this they're never a quality person. They're they always might. Well, just because that's a very specific choice, yeah. and it's like they're 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 in a lifted truck, and oh, they're, they're truck driving nuts. they're driving to the dunes, mm. and they're drinking Bud Light, and they're just oh. like they're they're they've got the the blue line uh, yeah. flag oh, thing, yeah. you know. It's like this is a specific person, and that white Oakleys. I'm just like you're a douche, mm. you're a douche, and that probably makes me sound also like no, a douche. But you sound like me bullied as a kid oh, oh he was bullied by those kind of guys oh, yeah yeah and so you get them and, yeah, yeah. and so i can kind of point it out so maybe there's something in your world that's a little bit more specific than uh people who are mean it's yeah, not yeah, a bug yeah. bite it's not a bug bite it's not a bug bite. okay wait, i want to share mine because i have a new one that's <laughs> bubbling okay um when yeah, companies don't have a phone number for customer support and it's just email or chat uh-huh. that makes mm. me feel like really alone and abandoned mm. and yeah. it brings it really truly like triggers like I, I have a strong emotion and I feel left behind. And with, yeah. with podcasting, I feel like a lot of the podcasting companies, if we have an issue, it's just like, thank you, please submit this to support at blah, blah, blah. And then mm. it's like 48 hours and that makes yeah. me feel so out of control. Mm. You got you jogged my memory when you said companies. Mm. All right. So this is the my this is my uh total pet peeve and we need Starbucks to listen. <laughs> Especially Starbucks, because you are the ones that won't let me do this. When I get a coffee or tea, mm-hmm. And I don't want a goddamn lid. I don't want a lid. Really? No, because many, many reasons. Number one, the thing's always too hot anyway. Yeah. No, number, actually, number one is because I don't want to waste the plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to drink through the plastic because it's not good for me. Uh, by uh, by the way, I see that you guys both have Starbucks <laughs> We're right here. literally both have Starbucks lipstick with on lids, it yeah. a, Because hey, you'll die. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't, oh, you just took your lid off. Thank you. Um, and then I always ask for it without a lid. And I'd say, now they're getting better about it. But I'd say like five times out of 10, they say, oh, we're not allowed to give it to you because it's a liability, oh. which it is not. I looked up that case of the person um, pouring coffee on their crotch. The, the, the McDonald's, McDonald's one or McDonald's something? Case. Yeah. And it actually paints her as the bad person. But, I, but I, no, 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 no. Yeah. She, yeah, you know the story. I do. Is, There's a great documentary called Hot Coffee. Yeah. And I highly recommend everyone to watch it because it will change your mind about this. Because everyone has their, their idea of what really happened. Yeah. Because they heard it on the news. Tell woman me what gets, really happened, though. Because in the news, it was like, a woman sued McDonald's for 
for a million dollars and she got it because she mm-hmm. spilled her coffee. It's like, that's not the whole story. Yeah. The story is she wasn't even driving. It was a little old lady. Mm-hmm. They gave her the cup of coffee with the lid not on. Oh. Right. Yeah, exactly. She, she, she grabbed the coffee. It was handed to her. The lid popped off and spilled on her crotch. Mm-hmm. And they show photos in this documentary of this woman's burns on they her show legs. Her crotch? Hell yeah. yeah. Old they woman do. crotch. Hell yeah. Coffee. It's yeah. like as soon as you see these photos, as soon as you see what happened, uh, you're like, oh, fuck. That's, that's gnarly, right? But then... She doesn't sue them. She asked right. them to pay for her medical bills because yep. she doesn't have the Aww. money to pay for them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I forget what it was. Like 100000 or 10000 yeah, it, it, it was something like that. Like that. Yeah. It was something like 60000 They refused and said it's her yep. fault. You know, they, they pulled the whole thing where it's like, it was clearly McDonald's fault. Right. So then in order for her to pay for all of her legal bills, all of her now medical bills, all this stuff, it ended up becoming that she, it, it got to a million dollars because mm-hmm. McDonald's was like, right, because of them, trying, wow. trying to take her to like, it's like, nope, you're not going to win. And they were trying to like push her out of it, you know? Yeah. And so she's like, fuck, it became this other thing. You know you what know? she should have done after that? After she should have sued them for um, slander. Yeah. Because then, yeah. because everyone was blaming her. Mm-hmm. Right. Now that we have to have these lids. Mm-hmm. Yep. That she totally, I don't know if she's still around. So but. you want to thank her for the lid or the no. suing or you want to say fuck so, her also? Well, so she- that's what Starbucks gives me is they say, we can't give it to you without a lid because of it's a liability for us. And, right, And right. it's not. I'm asking for it. If I burn myself, now I've asked for it without the lid. Yeah, you should sign something as they hand it over I, to you. I'm happy to because I don't want the lid. I, I don't want to. Like, there's so many reasons not to have the lid for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to drink through that. I, I'm not going to drink through it anyway. I'm going to take it off. It's already so hot that I don't need it to keep it colder. No, it doesn't warmer. splash all over you, though? Well, if I run with it, yeah. <laughs> Once you get, yeah, like, like, a mocha like, frappuccino. Yeah. Like, I got to like, tell you, I don't think I, I use them getting coffee and then jumping in my car. It's like, yeah. I don't want the lid off then. It's like, burr, 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 I need it's all lid, over. Yeah. I'd take a few sips to, to, like, knock down. And sometimes I spill it up a little bit, but whatever. I'd rather have Oh, you're tiny... my bug bite. You're my bug bite. People oh, really? who don't mind coffee spilling That's on their me, car. Yeah. Eh. Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you wish him well on, your, on his life. I actually yeah. do have a bug bite. I do. Yes, okay. Uh, and it's it's banks. And the reason I say banks is like, I have a problem with modern day in the year 2021 mm-hmm. that when you deposit any money mm-hmm. or you do any kind of banking, mm-hmm. they're like, takes two to three business days. Yes. And yeah. business days don't include Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. It's right. like, fuck you, banks. Who doesn't work on yeah, weekends? Everybody, yeah. if, 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 if banks are not employing people to work 24 hours a day, it's like, it's an important system. Right. If I can go to Target 24 hours a day, fuck you, banks. Right. Get this shit. I want, the, I, I'm giving you money Put it in my account. Right now, it should yeah. be going right now. That's that's the crazy thing. Square or uh, PayPal mm-hmm. or oh, Venmo. Yeah. Venmo. It's free to transfer to your account if it's one to three days. Mm-hmm. But it charges you if you want it right now. But it's digital. Yeah. It's not like they're yeah. like, you know what? Give us a couple days and we'll mail it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They're not mailing it. Right. It could take like the, the split second just to go right near your account. They've trained right. us to believe that there's... Something work needs to, to be done yeah. and so that you'll pay for it yeah. because I want it right now. What work is it? And also, um, they could make the argument that, oh, well, it's expensive, like our server power or whatever. Oh, my gosh. But <laughs> does it cost any more to do it immediately than down the road? Right, in two days. No. Maybe they could say, well, we batch them and it costs less because we only make one transaction with all the other people that are from one to three days. Yeah. I don't know. You guys got to have somebody on from Square. <laughs> That's our next guest, actually. Yeah. It's, it's president a, of a Venmo. It's kind of a yeah. rich move either way. Sometimes I do transfer it right away because I just want to take the penalty, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's funny. I could just like have a. You're penalty. like that only cost me two dollars. Or I can or, be yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I can wait two days for this three hundred dollars. So I always a, wait. It, either way yeah. is a power move. I always wait. Always wait. I wait always because wait. Really? Because yeah. otherwise, you're perpetuating this bad yeah. thing, right? You're, yeah. If you always wait, then they were like, well, listen, everyone's waiting anyway. That's true. Let's just yeah. fucking scratch okay. us and be like, it's you immediate. gotta resist, Meryl. <laughs> you gotta resist. The this urge. is a movement. This is the yeah. lidless movement. I'm gonna yeah. try no lids for a week. Try no lids. And I want to know. What, I want to see what oh, happens. Oh God, I don't think that's a good idea. I'll be suing. Look at Meryl's cup yeah. already. It's it like looks like a real mess. Oh, it's just. It's not going to be good. There's no lipstick on your lips oh. it's all on the cup it's literally all, it's all. <laughs> <laughs> did you just take the lipstick you know what you should do next time is just 
apply the lipstick to the to lid. To the cup. And then just drink <laughs> it. Don't get it on that yeah, way. That'd be perfect. Oh, I think that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I look at the cup and I'm like, why are there lipstick marks on the like lid? On the where, bottom. where there yeah. aren't even parts that you can drink from. It's just lipsticks all over it. Yeah. yeah I'm kissing capitalism. Aw. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, I just had a flashback that yeah. my mom likes you a lot. My mom's your Cindy. My what? mom my mom listened when you came on the Cantori show really? and she had she was like, He's so funny, Who's he's your real mom? clever. Her name is Sherry Klimo. <laughs> from Sherry Bay. Fern. Sherry what? Sherry Fern. Sherry Fern. Is yeah, that that's her middle, middle name? name? Yeah. All the girls in my family are named after their middle names have like plants. Uh-huh. Like Bunny Rose, Sherry Fern, Meryl Heather. I'm Meet Heather my Fern. cousin, John Birch. <laughs> oh my know. gosh, maybe they're <laughs> really maybe they're a thing. But yeah, she'll be listening and she likes you a lot. Uh Sherry Fern. Mm-hmm. Sherry Fern. That sounds like that's very soft. It's very calming. Yeah, it She's is. Calming. Fern. Sherry Fern. Sherry Fern, thank you so much. That's uh, will you be my mother-in-law? I don't know. God, God this <laughs> this this is exactly what I would expect from you. That you would thank every single person. You like you go through the whole book of like Sherry Fern, John Smith, thank you. Thank you. Carol Berkshire, thank you. Man, that's but you know what that makes a lot of people want to punch me. Yeah. 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 Really? No, I don't know because not like you. Like if they think I'm not too nice or something, then they they like fuck that guy he's way too nice i want i want an edgier person really i, I think i'm i was just thinking yesterday that people that reply promptly and like thoughtfully are yeah. so much cooler to me than especially during the pandemic really? now i hold like nice people in such a higher regard that's good i'm exhausted and I, by- I, I i you know there's a to paint me like that is a lot of pressure because mm. then you know like people meet me and like i thought he was nice yeah now you have he to did, be nice yeah that's why I'm completely a dick all the time. Yeah, totally. Because then when I, I meet them, they're you know like, what? oh, he's actually pretty nice. Yeah. You got the right philosophy. <laughs> yeah, if Bo's nice, I don't yeah. believe it. And you always want something. No, yes, the times that three times you've been nice to me and you've asked for like concert tickets right after. No, that. oh. that's not true. Nice that's not. True. I'm nice to you all the time, and that's how I use this voice when I'm trying to be nice to you. <laughs> it's like I'm holding back, and I'm like, what? and I'm nice, but I'm fake. You're never nice. I'm very nice, but I'm fake. Yeah. Well, what You're do you fake? What do you uh, think? No, Eric? I don't know. Eric, if you have to, if you have to, like really Eric, pinpoint, don't hurt my we, heart. We've I like misled you. you a little bit. So, who are we really? Oh wow! I like Eric a lot. Just, I think, oh look at it. she's trying I to think she's trying to Mer- butter you. I think Meryl oh, is God. a genuine, genuinely uh, awful person. <laughs> genuinely horrible uh, person. Uh, this was a big mistake. No, yeah. uh, I think Meryl is a genuinely. Just yeah, she wants to. She wants to. She's very creative and wants to put out good stuff. And she wants to have good guests on the show. That's all I know you for uh, 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 so far. But I, yeah, no, I feel like you want to you want to create good vibes. Thank you. I, and I feel like you I'm genuinely not. want good vibes. That and for you to be able to work at that, like a, as your job. Yeah. That's like wow reward. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a vibologist. It's like we've asked him to do yeah. enneagrams now. We work on it. It's an ongoing thing on our show where I get very, very excited when I like people. Yeah. But then sometimes I get my feelings hurt if they like unfollow me on Instagram or like, I feel like yeah. I'm a little like, yeah, if someone, don't if check I feel your like phone. Don't check your phone. Let me get back <laughs> on there. You don't follow me. It's okay. Get back on there. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's just, it's weird things. People yeah. have issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might be uh, like just me. But no, yeah. but like, and then, um, I would say, Bo. You're good yes. reading. It's like I'm a psychic looking, reading. I would looking say. Right in your soul. You. Um, you, 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 um, somebody hurt you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Uh, how do I say this in oh a nice way? Oh my God, I love you. I'm making this my ringtone. <laughs> oh, that was the best delivery too. That is you were like, so funny. You were like tripping over a, you, 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 are like, I thought yeah. you were going to say like you're a patron I didn't of the hurt, or something. I didn't, I didn't want to like <laughs> say it the wrong way, but you're such you know, a nice person. No, but like I, th- but you've processed it to, you want to be a good person because that whoever or whatever happened but look we all go through that kind of stuff oh, oh my god, god. I'm obsessed with you. somebody hurt so me funny. too dude Stop. somebody hurt me too who hurt you oh many people scotty hatch beat the shit out of me when i was a kid um, donnie donnie chester donnie chester no he never beat me up fuck you scotty hatch you and, and actually donnie yeah. chester didn't do anything bad he just was like the most popular kid and i use him because it's such a great fucking name yeah donnie chester chester just sounds so um but I, Ivy League. I have no i literally have no issue with this person okay. i just had a bad childhood where no, I'm just kidding. But you're very creative as well. I, you don't even have to tell me you do graphic design. Dude, <laughs> like, look at your beard. Is like, like how it's cut. Like, yeah, so perfect. Okay, all right, all right. Oh my I'm gosh, like, 
I'm like, hey, can you make a flyer for me? <laughs> yes, yeah. I can, and I will. Yeah. Can you make I a, will. If we come design? to a show, can you make a song about Bo being hurt? Oh my god! I will. I, probably. I will literally Venmo you. I actually I want you to make a song about Bakersfield. That's what I want. Once you, know you figure what? out what that really is, when I go tour there, I might do that. Have you been before? Yeah, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, argue with that. <laughs> as a good description of it, but <laughs> you're open-minded. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that, but, uh, you know, that, I know that's on the, the city limit sign Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you want, it's a place, whatever, Look, but I have a lot of people that dig what I do out there. The people there are super cool to yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, just hating on Bakersfield cause it's funny. No, I know. And, and because I was hurt. It's as polluted, a you know, it like, is polluted. Yeah. Like yeah. the air is bad. Yeah. And the oil, you know, they would drill for oil there. So, yeah, but you know, but there's good people. There's really good people there. And there's going to be a comedy club there that I'm going to do. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. So please plug yourself, yeah. your shows, where we can everything. find you, where people can follow you. Awesome. So, um, Eric Schwartz live.com is my website and you can jump to anything that I do from there. Uh, if you want to go to Instagram, Eric Schwartz with three E's, E E E R I C S C H W A R T Z. It's pronounced Eric Schwartz. Um, <laughs> Facebook, just Eric Schwartz, Twitter, Eric Schwartz. And what else? TikTok. I, I, I don't really Because I feel like you, TikTok you seems could like be. You would be yeah. on TikTok. I, everyone says like you got to do TikTok, and I'm gearing up. So yeah, I think but you're 46 years old, and it feels weird, right? When I first went there it was about two and a half years ago. Yeah, and I go. I shouldn't be here. Right. Yeah, but now it's now it's everybody. So I do I know what I want to do on TikTok and I probably will and it's Eric Schwartz with three E's. So I probably will in the near future uh be directing more attention to that. Ticking and or talking. I, I mean I will be ticking and talking. Mm. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you're a you. delight. You're awesome. Oh, you guys are awesome. You're really nice. You're really nice. You're fucking nice, dude. You've been hurt. I... You? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm listening to this and masturbating. <laughs> Oh, well, masturbate. <laughs> He's not ready for that, Meryl. He's not ready. Thanks for being here, man. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Okay. Wow. You always say, wow. I want to stay in the sleeping bag. It's so bag. funny because I, I, when I'm editing later, it's like, wow. Wow. Every single time. Because I feel wow. Seem, it, it seems like a Muppety moment. Like, wow. Eric is a Muppety guy. He is. He's so nice. Yeah. Oh my God, I tried to crack him. You you, you heard did. me. You heard me. I tried to get in there and he crack holds open. his own. And he was like, no, I'm actually the nice guy that you think I am yeah. and that I portray. Um, and I was like, no, tell me the shit. And he's like, <laughs> no, the shit is that I'm just a nice guy. Right. And, afterwards, I, and, and how awesome is that? Yes. I got a glimpse at Eric's life when afterwards we went to go take a photo and we were talking on Instagram and I saw his messages and he had like a hundred requests just for tonight of like, can I yeah. come to your show? Can I go to your show? Yeah. It was crazy. He's a super nice guy. Uh, we appreciate him. Very much. Thank you listeners for joining us this week and uh, we will see you next time. Yes. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight.